Presenting Hop Harrigan, America's ace of the airwaves. CX-4 calling control tower. CX-4 calling control tower. Standing by. This is Hop Harrigan coming in. Yes, it's America's ace of the airways. Coming in for another transcribed episode in the adventures of Hop Harrigan. Say, gang, ever watch a heavy bomber fly overhead with a thunderous roar or a speedy pursuit ship zoom over the horizon? Sure you have. And I'll bet you've envied the pilot up there climbing, banking, and putting the ship through its paces. Now, can you imagine what it would be like to climb into one of those planes yourself and fly up into the sky? Can't you just hear the roar of the engines in your ears and feel that stick in your hands? But to get that fine feeling, you don't have to be to be a pilot of a heavy bomber or even a pursuit ship. No, sir, you can learn to fly a small private plane when you're 16 years old. Fellas and girls, did you know that private plane manufacturers are working 24 hours a day to make safer, speedier, and easier to fly ships? For example, the Beach Aircraft Company now feels they've built the ideal personal plane called the Beechcraft Bonanza. It's a new four-place job with a tricycle landing gear just like the DC-4 transports have. And for speed, it can do 170 miles per hour. Just think of that, 170 miles per hour. If you're in a car going 50 miles an hour, you know that's plenty fast. The Bonanza travels over three and a half times faster. If you don't think that's fast for a private ship... Well, I'm afraid you're not keeping pace with the news in aviation. In just a few moments, I'll be back to tell you more about this new and different private plane, so don't forget to listen. And now to our story. When Bill King, star reporter for the Continental News Service, arrived in Lakeville, trouble started for Hop and Tank. At the beginning, no one took Bill seriously, despite his insistence that he was on the trail of a mysterious individual who had the power to make men disappear... And the only means of identifying the mystery man, according to Bill King, is his curious habit of almost constantly whistling the doleful notes of a funeral march. At the moment, Hop is paying much more attention to Bill King's seemingly fantastic story because something strange has happened. Tank, who was left in a parked car at the Lakeville Railroad Station, has disappeared. As we join Hop and Bill King now, they have just discovered the empty car. Maybe he left a note or something on the rear seat. Have you got any matches, Harrigan? No, I don't smoke. Isn't there a light back there? I don't know. I just rented this jalopy a couple of hours ago. I'll look for a switch, either above the rear window or alongside one of the sides over the seat. I've got it. No, it doesn't work. Bob must be blown. There's nothing back here anyway. Uh, well, what do we do? I don't know. It doesn't like Tank to go wandering off. He usually stays put. Yeah, I would have bet dollars to donuts we'd find him fast asleep, sawing wood. Trouble is, there's no one around we can even check up with. Place is dead as a doornail. Oh, 12.20 was the last train until morning. There's no sense hanging around. There's nothing to hang around for. The risk of repeating myself, Skipper, what do we do? I'm trying to think, Bill, trying to figure it out. He was in the car when we left, wasn't he? He never got out. We drove up and parked. You and I got out, and he said he'd stay put. Then we went hightailing it after Judge Nolan, thinking he was the guy we were looking for, and we got back. Empty car, no tinker. At 1.15 in the morning... It doesn't add up. Maybe he went back to the airport. Tank walk eight miles. Don't be silly. None of his life depended on it. And there's only one answer. What? You know what. You mean the man you're looking for made Tank disappear? That's it. Bill, I don't suppose this is any time to be asking questions like this, but 
Is that story on the level? If it isn't, brother, I've been wasting a lot of my own time and a lot more of Continental's money. Yeah, but how does it work? How does he make people disappear? That's the jackpot question. If I knew the answer, I'd have a story that would hit the front page of every sheet in the country. All I know is, wherever this guy's turned up, someone's disappeared. How or why, I don't know, but... Wait a minute. Huh? Remember Judge Nolan telling us he heard one of the carnival men whistling that funeral march? Remember it? That's one thing I'm not forgetting. All right. The judge told us something else. He said the carnival had just finished playing in New City. Right. That means someone must have disappeared in New City. Oh, what's that got to do with Tinker? Nothing, except what are we waiting for? Let's get to the carnival and find the man who whistles. I figured on doing that first thing in the morning. We can't wait until morning. We've got to find out what happened to Tank. Okay by me. Where is it? Probably on the fairgrounds. That's about a mile out of town. All right, let's go. Hope we can get this jalopy running. Slide in. All right. I'll work your accelerator a couple of times before you turn her over. Okay. Now, step on it. Now, choke her a little now. Not too much. Okay, where do we go? Swing around, cross the tracks, and then turn left. All right, here goes. Leaving the now dark and deserted railroad station, Hop and Bill King head for the Lakeville Fairgrounds in the hope they can pick up some clue relative to Tank's whereabouts. As they near the grounds, they find it ablaze with lights. Tents are being erected and portable booths set up. A merry-go-round is in place, its shiny, multicolored horses champing at their bits. Pulling up at the gate, Hop and Bill King leave the car and walk inside. The rhythmic thudding of hammers beating nails into wood and the creak of tent ropes passing over wooden pulleys can be heard in the background. Oh, boy, there sure is a lot of activity here. Ah, that's how all circuses and carnivals work. They set up at night. Hey, that fellow over there doesn't seem to be doing anything. Let's ask him whether he's seen Tank around. It's a wild chance, but it's all we've got. Well, my payoff, can't tell. Uh, excuse me, but have you seen a big lumbering man around here, sort of reddish hair sticking up in the front? He weighs about 220. You want to make a deal? Uh, I beg your pardon? Soft pedal, Jack, soft pedal. Keep it quiet. Psst, you. Me? Yeah. You want to make a deal? I don't get it. Well, we're looking for... Sure, I know everybody is, but not me. No, sir. Listen, how about an elephant? A what? Elephant. Wrap it up and take it home. Chance of a lifetime. Only three more left. Sold 15 since 8 o'clock. 15 what? Soft pedal, Jack. They're all listening. Millions of them. Now, how about it? You mean you want us to buy an elephant? Cheap as dirt. Chance of a lifetime. How about it? Uh, I don't know where we keep an elephant, frankly. Psst, listen to me. I know a thing or two. Wouldn't steer you wrong. Take one and try it. You'll be coming back for more. I'm afraid we haven't time to... Hold it. Here he comes. Huh? Charlie, I thought I told you to turn in. Sure thing, Pop. On my way. Well, go ahead. Sure thing. Psst, Jack. See you later. Go on, Charlie. On my way. On my way. Sorry if he bothered you. Oh, not at all. He was trying to sell us... Uh... I know, I know. Elephants. Yeah, he said he sold 15 since 8 o'clock. <laughs> That's not bad. Usually it's only 5 or 10 a day. You mean he really sells elephants? Of course not. Poor fellow's not all there. Used to be one of the best elephant handlers in the business, but he had a little accident, and he's never been right since. We keep him on for old times' sake. 
Uh, you town people? Uh, I am, but my friend here isn't. We're looking for someone we think came out here tonight. A big, tall fellow with reddish hair. He was wearing mechanic's coveralls. You didn't happen to see him, did you? No, can't say as I did, but you can look around. Thanks. Just watch out you don't trip over any light wires. We lay them on the ground. Don't string them up until we're set. We'll be careful. Okay. Drop in on us when we're going full blast. Lots of fun. Thanks, we will. Oh, how do you like that? First crack out of the box for me, the guy wants to sell us elephants. A couple more minutes, I would have bought one. Bill, look. Where? Over near that tent. It's Tank. Great. Tank. Hey, Tank. He can't hear you. Come on. Your hunch was right, Harrigan. I wonder what brought him out here. We'll find out in a minute, and he's going to get a piece of my mind, too. Look at him, will you? Standing there like a kid, watching him put the tent up? Yeah. Well, we were worrying ourselves sick about him. He'll hear from me, just you listen. Tank, what's the big idea? Huh? I said, what's the big idea? Haven't you any better sense than to run off without telling us where you're going? We've been beating our brains out looking for you. I don't know what you're talking about, fellas. What do you mean you don't know what we're talking about? We left you in the car, and when we got back, you were gone. What car? Come on, Tinker. Who do you think you're kidding? Snap out of it, Tank. You did the wrong thing, so admit it. Hey, you guys are making a mistake. My name ain't Tank. It ain't Tinker. My name's Joe Brown. I never saw either of you before. For a long moment, Hop simply stares at Tank, unable to believe his ears. What is this? Has something happened to the big lumbering mechanic? We'll learn more in just a moment, so stand by. At the beginning of today's program, fellas and girls, I told you about the new private plane Beach Aircraft has on the market. I said I'd tell you more about the Beechcraft Bonanza because I've really got some pretty important information for you. One of the many fine features of the ship is its retractable landing gear, the same type gear you find in pursuit ships. In addition, the steps onto the wing retract immediately after takeoff. Just imagine the metal steps disappear into the fuselage until you've landed and are ready to climb up. But the most important and distinguishing feature is its new and entirely different tail assembly. Now, gang, listen carefully while I explain what this new tail looks like, because I'm sure you haven't seen one like it before. You all know what a regular tail assembly looks like. Sure, it has a rudder and a stabilizer. The rudder steers the plane and the stabilizer makes it bank. Well, the Bonanza has no rudder. Now, I bet you're wondering how a plane can fly without a rudder, or if it can fly without one, how can it turn? Now, here's where you're in for a surprise. The two stabilizers are bent upward from the fuselage in the shape of a V. It's just as if you were going to fold a piece of paper in two, and then you decided not to. That's what it looks like. Pilots call it a butterfly tail. This type cuts down one-third of the normal tail space, which makes for a faster, more maneuverable ship. Now, fellas and girls, I'm going to let you in on a secret. And I'm sure you're just about the first people to hear this news. This new butterfly tail I've been describing is the same type the Army is going to use on its radio-propelled rocket bombs. The exact same type V-tail that's on the Bonanza is going to be used on these radio-propelled rockets. Well, gang, as I said at the opening of Hop Harrigan, you don't have to fly bombers and pursuit ships to enjoy the latest developments and improvements the aviation industry has for you. But no matter what plane you fly... Always remember, America needs flyers. And now, back to our story. Discovering Tank, who has been missing, at the Lakeville Fairgrounds, watching a traveling carnival set up its tents and booths for the following day's performance, Hop and Bill King hurried over to him, only to be strangely greeted. Tank has just said... You guys are making a mistake. My name ain't Tank. It ain't Tinker. My name's Joe Brown. I never saw either of you before. 
Stunned. Upstairs at the big lumbering mechanic. Tank, are you crazy? Look, I told you my name ain't Tank, fella. I get it, Harrigan. I pulled a gag on him, so he's pulling one on us. Well, it isn't funny. Come on back to the car, Tank. It's almost two o'clock. What are you trying to pull, mister? Cut it out. Enough's enough. Come on. Get your hand off my arm. Tank, please, don't be difficult. Aunt Agatha's all alone back at the field. Come on now. How many times do I have to tell you you got the wrong guy? Oh, brother, when he milks a gag, he really milks it dry. Tank, huh? I'm beginning to lose patience. Do you want to walk to the car, or would you rather be dragged? Scram, will you? Ah, take us out of the wrong hey, Let go of me. Let go, I said. Tank, don't be a fool. You're going to get hurt, bud. Get him to the car, Bill. All right. We're right you west. We're out for gas. Right, it's for size. Throwing a punch with all the force of his massive body behind it, Tank sends his right fist crashing into Hop's jaw. The young pilot, taken by complete surprise, has no time to bring up a guard. The powerful blow lands, his head snaps back, and he falls to the ground with a dull, sickening thud. Why has Tank suddenly turned on his pal of a lifetime? Has something happened to him? Gang, you're in for a startling surprise. So be sure to listen to Monday's episode in the strangest of all of Hop's adventures, The Mystery of the Vanishing Men. Don't miss it. Tune in, same time, same station, and fly with Hop, Harrigan, America's ace of the airwaves. So long, Hop. We'll be seeing you same time, same mutual station. Hop Harrigan is a transcribed, copyrighted feature appearing in All-American Comics magazine.